Hey, all, it's Tebs Talks, the premier useless podcast. Tuesday morning, and, uh, I don't know what's waiting for me at work. I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I always get to the 15th at work, and, you know, scramble, get everything done, and then, like, the following business days, I just, I don't know what to do with myself. It's, it's weird. It's like, it's like going from, you know, super, super, super busy to nothing happening at all. And it's kind of a crazy contrast. Anyway, just part of the roller coaster that is my employment. But don't want to talk about that today. Um, what I want to talk about is books. And my favorite books and books that I've read and books that I wish I could get into but haven't. And books that have inspired me and books that, uh, you know, I just haven't been pleased with, I guess you could say. But I am, if you ask anybody that knows me, especially my family, I'm not a reader. I, I, I don't read much. I read actually very, very little. And I wholeheartedly admit I should read more. I should take, you know, time out of my day to read things because I believe reading is a great way to gain knowledge, to use your brain, and it's a skill you kind of have to develop, not not just in terms of your reading level, but in terms of using that portion of your brain and developing that where you can look at words, you can understand them and comprehend them, and you know, pull meaning from them, but it's just, I, I don't, I don't read nearly enough. I really don't, except for, and this is one weird thing about me, is like once a year, I feel like I really, really get into reading, and I just plow through a bunch of books. Well, maybe not plow through a bunch of books, maybe not, that's not exactly the right way to say it, but for me, I plow through a bunch of books. <laughs> like, my wife can read huge novels in, like, a day, where I am a much slower reader than she is. Um, so I, I read a lot more than usual, we can just say that. And really my, my desired book to read really fluctuates with what's going on in my life, and oh, dude, yeah, you can't pass right there, the speed limit's 25, I know, we're going 20, it's infuriating, but there's oncoming traffic, and this is only a two-lane side street, anyway, sorry, I was talking to the car in front of me, so when I was, when I was younger, um, I, I just didn't read all that much, and maybe it's inhibited me going forward in my life, Maybe not, I don't know, but I think the first books that I really got into that I, and I'm trying to think, maybe the Spiderwick series, and I'll be honest, I can't remember, like, anything from the Spiderwick series anymore. I mean, you can't, you can't diss the ultimate classic, Hop on Pop, like, that is top tier, 10 out of 10 book, that is number one in my eyes and always will be. But 
I think the Spiderwick series is a series I got into when I was pretty young. And I believe I read all but the last of the Alex Ryder series. Then again, I think I was in like ninth grade when I read that. They were just in my English classroom, so I'd pull them off the shelf and read through them. And really, like, I can't remember books that I really liked before the age of like 18 maybe even 19 I was not I, I just I can't remember books that I enjoyed and that's so frustrating like cause I know one one I know there are books that I've just really loved and two I know I've enjoyed my time reading those books it just baffles my mind that for whatever reason and maybe it's a pseudo attention deficit type thing where I just I can't seem to focus up enough to really love a book and sit down and just read maybe that's something wrong with me I don't know I'm just I'm trying to work through this but let's let's get on to books that I know I really like and I read them in high school um I think I read one my sophomore year and another either my junior or senior year. Um, So there are books before the age of 18 where I really enjoyed, but my dad had, I believe it was my dad, he had this book called Paths Paths of Glory by Jeffrey Archer. And I was like, hey, you know, I need some books to read or I need a book to read. This one seems interesting enough about a guy that climbs Mount Everest. Sure, sure, I can dig it. And maybe it was just the first book that I actually took the time to sit down and really read and take my time and actually try and get the most out of it I could. Maybe that's why I love this book so much. But something about it resonated with me. Um, Paths of Glory, if you don't know, it's about a book. It's about a book. It's a book about, uh, I think, George Malleroy, McElroy, something a guy climbs Mount Everest, and it's essentially his battle against another really well-known climber at the time to see who could climb Mount Everest first, right? It was one of those things where there was the race to get to the top of Mount Everest first. Um, and I, I just loved it. I loved the depth it went into. I loved the whole process it explained. You know, how is this man supposed to balance a family and going off and climbing mountains and essentially risking his life? And maybe I'm remembering incorrectly, but I think he gets uh, drafted into the war. It's been a while since I've read it, and I really should go back and reread it. But I just remember I was captivated by this book. And it, it soon became my favorite, right? It, it blew everything outside of the water. I was like, Paths of Glory, by far my favorite book. And it just, it was this incredible story about this man and overcoming all these odds to do something amazing. 
So, later on, uh, I was like, okay, what else does this author have? Because apparently I really like his style. So, let's see what else I can dig my teeth into. And he had uh, Jeffrey Archer. I've only read two of his books. The other one was uh, Prisoner at Birth or Prisoner of Birth. And it's about a man who goes to prison after he was accused of murdering someone. And it, and again, I can't remember all the details about the book, and I can't remember if he was innocent or guilty or not. I just remember while reading it, it was another one that it just, it absorbed my attention. It, it had me full-fledged. I was really into it, and I loved it. And that, too, became... I didn't like it as much as Paths of Glory. I, I still think I, I like Paths of Glory more than A Prisoner at Birth. But soon I was like, man, this Jeffrey Archer guy can really write and get my attention. And I remember at one point I looked into other books that he had, but... You know, I went through an ebb and flow of... Okay, I read those two books, really enjoyed them, but for the longest time didn't thoroughly enjoy another book after that for a while. And Paths of Glory, not Paths of Glory, A Prisoner at Birth has one of my favorite lines out of cinema, out of books, uh, out of stories that I've ever heard just because of, I guess, the weight of the situation. So, the guy... He, I forgot the main character's name, but he gets sent to prison, you know, accused of this murder, and he's in prison, and his cellmate, like, sleeps all the time, and he asks, like, hey, you know, why, why do you always sleep? Why don't you do anything else? And the cellmate replies, when you're asleep, you're not in prison. And for whatever reason, that line, it's just like, whoa. I think it really sunk in a huge reality to me of, you know, there are people out there that are serving, like, life sentences for whatever reason or another, and, the pr like, prison has to be such an awful place. And I pray to God I never end up in prison for any reason. But the fact that, you know, here's this guy, and a fictional character, obviously, but he's in prison. And it's just a sucky situation. And really, the only good thing is when he's asleep. Because when he's asleep, he's just not aware that he's there. He's not aware of his crappy situation, unconscious... When you're asleep, you're not in prison. That, I don't know why that stuck with me uh, so much, but that's just a line that, I guess, penetrated in my soul. Anyway, other really good books that I read and I liked, and I guess when I was in, uh, like, late junior high, early high school, I read through the Twilight series... Because every, you know, female at that time was really into it. And I was like, well, I guess if I could talk Twilight, I might be able to, uh, you know, 
get in good with a female and, I don't know, show that I have the same interests as her and, you know, what other guy is going to want to read Twilight? None. So I guess I'll have that advantage. Didn't work out that way, but I guess that was my thinking. I read through it twice. I read through it once for the fact that I was like, oh, I can talk to girls about this and girls will appreciate that I can discuss one of their interests. Sort of malicious, my first reasoning. And the second time I read through it, I was just so bored. Or I got I got so bored with everything else in my life. I was like, I want to read something. And I was like, oh, the Twilight series is super easy to read. I can just fly through this, read it, satiate my boredom for a bit. And then hopefully by the end of the series, uh, I'll be interested in something else and I can go do something else. But other books, one of the, a huge kick I got into, uh, like sophomore year of college, I was listening to a lot of Dave Ramsey and he's a lot of the inspiration for the major and minor I did at university. And so I read through like all of his books. I read How to Win Friends and Influence People, Richest Man in Babylon, uh, Mind Over Money and uh, The Millionaire Next Door like I was reading a ton of financial kind of self-help help books I just and I was flying through them like this time I was legitimately reading like I got through some of them in a single day like I just sat down Five hours later, done with that one. I just my life was consumed by just getting more knowledge and hearing more opinions about all these subjects. Um, I'm not as into those as much anymore, but it was just another time where reading like captivated my life. And then I think the most recent thing I've read full was uh, Matthew Colville's books, Priest and Thief. Um, Matthew Colville is, I guess, YouTube's Dungeon Master, if you want to put it that way. He does a series to help uh, people get into D&D and recognize, like, hey, I can be a Dungeon Master too. He just had a way successful Kickstarter and started a company, uh, MCDM, where they did the Strongholds and Followers book for 5th edition's Dungeons and Dragons. I purchased that. I don't know if I'll ever use it, but I wanted to support him, so I purchased it. Bought his books because I wanted to support him. Um, but those were really cool just because it was uh, just the setting and the tie-in in relation to Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm super into Dungeons and Dragons right now, and that's what my book is based off that I'm writing, and I'm so close to the first draft. Like, this week, it'll be done. Um... So that's what really got me into those books was the whole Dungeons and Dragons tie-in and this community that I'm sort of a part of. And I'm excited for his next books to come out and his next uh, supplements to 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. But, you know, it's been a while since I've read and I really need to read again. And at some point in my life, I need to read The Lord of the Rings. Like, I haven't read The Lord of the Rings ever. I haven't read The Hobbit, haven't read any of the books and I'm not a huge fan of the movies, and I think that's because I didn't have a great experience with them when I was young, because my dumb little brain couldn't, you know, find the mental capacity to sit through a three-hour movie in the movie theaters. And I think that tarnished my love 
my potential love for Lord of the Rings, but I need to read those books. I mean, they're classics. They are, you know, the epitome of a high fantasy book. They are the gold standard. So I, I feel like I should read them and learn from them and pick up little things that I could hopefully apply into either what I write or what I do and just at least say, hey, I've, I've read this and I can, I feel like, make a full, thorough statement on whether or not I'm into it. Because right now it's like, yeah, I've seen the movies, but I still don't like watching the movies and I've never read the books. So I feel like I can't be that good of a judgment on whether I like Lord of the Rings or not. I can wholeheartedly say I don't like Star Wars. Because <laughs> uh, there are, I mean, there are some books to read for Star Wars, but I just don't like the movies. And I mean, I gotta find other books to read. I gotta, I, I just gotta do it. I was, I started Aragon and I got like five pages in because my wife was like, you'd really like it. It's, you know, I feel like it's your type of fantasy. And I don't know. I, it just didn't stick with me. Then again, I'm only five pages in. Maybe it's sitting on my nightstand. Maybe I should just grab it and power through a little bit and I'll probably gain an appreciation for it and finish it. It's not that long or hard of a book. Anyway, I gotta go into work. These are my ramblings on books. Just because I'm so close to finishing my first draft, I wanted to think, like, back in my life, what books I've read. And it just, it bugs me that I I can't remember books as well as I want to. And I can't remember what I've read as well as I want to. And I, I have, I don't have a good, as good of a list of books I've read that I want to. And it's a slight frustration. And it's something that I kind of want to change going forward. I don't want to throw too much out of my plate right now. I'm trying to do a lot of things, I feel like. But I also don't want to create excuses. Anyway, thanks for joining me on this ride. Um, catch, you, catch you later. Catch you tomorrow. You're, you're a wonderful human being. Always remember that. Okay, bye.